This episode of Into the Fae contains themes that may not be suitable for some listeners. Please see our complete list of trigger warnings in the show notes. Listener discretion is advised. Also, before we begin, this episode contains words from languages that this narrator is not wholly familiar with. Pronunciation will be attempted and failure will result. I would like to apologize in advance. No offense is intended. In the peaceful forest grove sits an unassuming pond glistening in the sunbeams that manage to break through the overhead foliage. As the traveler bends down to take a drink of the crisp, cool water, they hear a voice. Looking up, an ethereal form emerges from the stately oak nearby, beckoning the traveler forth. Since the beginning of written history, stories have existed of unusual creatures residing in the hidden spaces of our world. The fair folk, the she, the good neighbors, fairy. They exist in our minds and throughout almost every culture. Devas and sprites, pixies and dryads, they come in a variety of sizes and shapes. Humanoid creatures with magical abilities to bewitch and seduce their targets. They are both feared and beloved by many. Come with me as we travel into a world of wonder and magic, and discover what makes the Fae, what to do, or more importantly, what not to do when you meet one, and explore the various incarnations from gnomes to kitsune. So sit back, relax, and join me as we enter into the Fae. Today we delve into Balkan folklore and discuss the Samodivi, also known as the Vila, the woodland spirits and nymphs of Bulgaria. Much like the nymphs of Greek folklore, the Bulgarian Samodivi are extremely beautiful. It is said that just a glance will make a man fall madly in love or cause a woman to unalive herself due to the immensity of the beauty. They are tall, blonde, and pale. They wear wreaths of wildflowers on their heads and dress in white gowns made of moonlight adorned with rainbow or green belts. These gowns give them their powers, although some sources say that they also wear a white mantle known as a shadow, and that this is where their power lies. They ride around on deer, using twisted snakes as reins, and are fiercely protective of these creatures. They are known to take heavy revenge on anyone who harms their deer, even accidentally, blinding them or inflicting upon them a disease that will result in their death. Some have wings, but all have glowing skin and fiery eyes. Fire is their element, and they can turn into massive white birds that shoot fire when angry. They only live in the human world for the spring and summer months, then it's back to their homeland, the mythical village of Zemikovo, located at the edge of the world. While in the human world, they reside in trees, abandoned shacks, dark caves, and near rivers, ponds, or wells. They are also found of mountains and frequent Pirin, Satosha, Ryla, and Stara Planina mountains. In Macedonian tradition, they live in oak and willow trees in Patelio village. 
It is said they are only active at night and fear the sunlight, which is strange that they would choose to live in the mortal world during these times when the sun is at its peak. There are several ideas of where the Samodivi come from. One suggests that they are the daughters of Bendis, the Thracian goddess of the moon and the hunt. She is closely linked to the Greek goddess Artemis, and this accounts for their wild nature. Another story is that they are the children of Iamia, an evil dragon-like creature of Bulgarian folklore. They could also be the spirits of wicked women stuck between heaven and hell, or of girls who died as virgins. Those last two I find a bit suspicious, as they sound like stories created to manipulate women. I much prefer the wild and powerful daughters of the goddess myself. The earliest mention of these woodland fae is from the 13th century, thought to be from a Thracian legend, and the name Samodiva comes from the word Samo, which means alone, and Diva, which means wild or divine. The Samodivi are hostile, vindictive, dangerous, and mischievous. They are known to seduce men, sometimes taking them as their lovers, only to drain the life force out of them. The men then become obsessed and chase them relentlessly. All the while, the Samadiva torches her victim until he dies of exhaustion. It is said that they can enter the heart of a man and live there for five years, slowly becoming one with his soul so that when he dies they will go to heaven together. The Samodivi also love to dance, and their dances start at midnight and finish at dawn, with nothing but the rhythm of nature and their singing, symbolizing the raw energy of nature and the supernatural. They also love to dance to the sound of the caval, or the shepherd's pipe, and will kidnap an unsuspecting shepherd in order to seduce them into playing their music. A traveler who happens across the dance is said to be swept away in it, eventually dying of exhaustion at dawn, as the dance is impossible for a mortal to keep up with. Samodivi weddings also last until dawn, and if you are found walking by, they will offer you a drink in exchange for a gold coin. They are vulnerable only when bathing, as they must discard their gowns to do so. There is a tale of the shepherd Ivalio, who stole the Samodiva Marika's gown, rendering her powerless. He then took her back to his village where he married her. Three years later, they had a son and at the celebration of the boy's birth, the son's godfather asked Marika to dance. When she began, he commented that she was not dancing as Samodiva should. Marika explained that without her gown, which had been kept hidden from her by Ivalio, she could not dance as she should. The godfather convinced Ivalio to give her back her gown so that they could see her dance, and the moment she had it, she disappeared, never to see her husband or son again. Because they are creatures of the Fae, they are said to have supreme knowledge of herbal remedies and magic cures for illnesses. This knowledge can be gained by a mortal by eavesdropping on their conversations, which is difficult because simply the sight of a Samodiva can drive one mad. It is also said that they can be seen by dogs with four eyes, so I suppose put glasses on your canine friend and attach a tape recorder to its collar and you may learn the secret of remedies of the Samodivi. Over the years, many tales and poetry have been composed mentioning the Samodiva. Here is an excerpt from the poem Haji Demeter by Bulgarian poet Risto Botev. The moon comes out and day grows dim, on heaven's vault the stars now throng. The forest rustles, quiet stirs the wind, the mountains sing an outlaw song. Wood sprites in their white-hued dress, fair and beautiful, take up the tune. 
hushed their footfall in the grass as all about him then sit down. The belief in the Samodiva continues to this day, especially in remote villages of Bulgaria where they are feared and respected due to their nature. It is believed that flashes of white spotted in the trees of the forest is a sign that Samodivi are close by. Of course, the influence of the Christian church has been woven into the lore over time. It is said that the Samodiva celebrate the Christian holidays, especially Easter, and will punish those that don't with blindness or death. Thank you for listening to Into the Fae. This concludes this week's episode, written and recorded by me, Allie. The music today was The Seely Court by the late Glenn Reisner. Please like us and subscribe on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If you would like to contribute to the show, there is a donate link in the show notes, or you can support us on Patreon or Ko-fi. I am looking into some goodies for our Patreon supporters, so if you have any ideas or just want to comment on the show, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at IntoFayPodcast, or drop us an email at IntoTheFayPodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next time.